Well, Joe Pavelski and the Dallas Stars made history on Wednesday night. The Dallas Stars beat the Seattle Kraken in their first matchup, their first visit to Dallas at the American Airlines Center. And Joe Pavelski records his first five-point game throughout his illustrious NHL career. We'll break down the entire game coming up on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day i'm your host dane lewis and you are locked on the dallas stars on this thursday january 13th a victory thursday if you will the dallas stars like i said at the top of the show defeating the seattle kraken for their inaugural matchup five to two at the american airlines center a game that was never really in doubt seattle did have the game tied at one at you know early on in the first period but dallas stars and their top line would put any worries to bed pretty quick after that tie well before we jump into all the goodness breaking down today's episode listening to some post-game snippets from players and coach rick bonus do you want to take a moment and say thank you for stopping by today's episode of locked on stars whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener thank you for making locked on stars your first listen of the day be sure to subscribe to and follow the locked on stars podcast wherever you get your podcast at whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform. Remember, no matter how you listen or where you listen, the show is always 100% free, and you can always rate and review if you like what you hear. But without any further hesitation, let's get right into breaking down last night's Dallas Stars win, starting with our star of the game. And I don't think this is too hard for anyone uh, who watched this game or knows how this game went down, but Joe Pavelski, Easily far and away my star of the game, and I know was the earning the, the top star, the first star, if you will, for the game. Esselin Del Rupe hints Joe Pavelski winning the third, second, and first star of the game, respectively. But as I said to open the show, Joe Pavelski records his first five-point game in his NHL career, which to me was just crazy, almost unbelievable. A guy who's been in the league as long as he's been in the league, just now recording his first five-point game, and a guy who's as skilled as he is. Uh, I guess better late than never, but certainly crazy to me. A guy that's been playing at such a high level for so long, never recording five points, probably knocked on the door several times, probably several four-point and three-point games in his career. But finally nice of him you know, to finally cross that landmark at age 37 with two goals and three assists. And his teammate and third star of the game, Essa Lindell, spoke a little bit about having Joe Pavelski on the team and just how they felt kind of about his big night. So here's Essa Lindell on Joe Pavelski. Oh, his... Uh... Big time competitor. Um, I like actually playing against him in practice, and because I feel they're really, really good line. And you know, back in the days when he was in San Jose, it was kind of trouble every night to play against him. He's such a good grind around the net front, so it's always a tough battle against him. So we're Lucky to have him in our team. I think one of the coolest things to hear Essa talk about is how Joe Pavelski's always been a consistent threat in this league, even you know, throwing it back to his days in San Jose, always a guy that Essa says, you know, is dangerous to be matched up against, a guy you always have to be on the lookout for. And 
Uh, you know, there were guys in the postgame presser asking him like, oh, is it good to practice? What's it like practicing against Joe every single day? And that's kind of where that answer stemmed from as he's a difficult guy to guard, especially for a defenseman like Essel and Dell. And as several other defensemen are finding out, uh, you know, there's really no one in this league that can guard Joe Pavelski and this Dallas Stars top line at an effective level. Uh, and so I think that that's a good thing for the defensemen on this team is they have to practice against Joe and this top line every single day. It helps them improve defensively, you know, because there's a ton of other really good offensive lines out there and the Stars are going to be running into those over this weekend in, you know, whenever they play Florida and Tampa Bay. So I think really, really interesting insight from Essa on Joe Pavelski, just where he's at in his career and just having him on the team. And, you know, Coach Rick Bonus had, had some things to say as well about how his team looks up to Joe Pavelski. So let's take a moment and listen to what Coach Bonus had to say about Joe. Everyone was looking for him and, uh, and everybody on the bench was cheering for him. So listen, he's a, he's a great team player. He's obviously a great player and had a great night. Um, and, but you could just tell, I mean, the whole bench was watching, the whole bench was excited. And every time he shot the puck, they were cheering for him to get, get that it would go in. So, um, yeah, listen, he's, he's, he's a great player, he's a great teammate. And you knew the whole team and the whole rink was cheering for him to get that third goal. Uh, again, it's his ability to, to sniff out the loose pucks, his ability to get in the open, and his anticipation of where that puck is going. And, um, and again, the great poise around the net. Uh, knowing where to put the goal scorers, know where to put the puck. Uh, you can put other guys some of those situations and they're not going to have the natural instinct of where to put the puck on the goalie. Um, Joe has that touch. He has great touch around the net, but you see him every day on the ice working at it. It's not like it's a fluke and it's, uh, he works at it every day and it's good for a game like tonight to get rewarded. So, but he has just got natural offensive instincts that you can't, you can't teach the instincts that he has of where to put the puck at the right time at the right time. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it's really cool that, you know, and I'm in the midst of all of it, coach bonus kind of took in the moment of the man, the bench is going crazy for Joe to get this third goal at the end of the game. And if you watched the game, you saw how close he got quite a few shots on net in the final 30 seconds of the game. The crowd was absolutely loving it. Really, really wanted Joe Pavelski to get this hat trick. The bench, as you know, Coach Bonus was saying, wanted him to get this hat trick. And uh, I think it's really interesting and really cool to hear Rick Bonus talk about a guy like Joe Pavelski. Uh, you know, hockey coaches sometimes, you know, I'm sure that they do like their players, love their players even to some degree. But just to kind of hear Rick talk about Joe the way that he did, you know, talking about how you can't teach what he does. You can't teach the intangibles that he has, which is just his hard work for sniffing out the puck you know, working hard every single day, being the first guy out on the ice at practice, working on his redirects in front of the net, working on his rebounds in front of the net. Just, you know, a guy that coaches love to have. Uh, and I know Rick Bonus certainly loves having him just the way he plays and also the way that he carries himself as a leader on this team. Certainly a great asset for this Dallas Stars team. And we've been talking a lot about Joe Pavelski, hearing from his coach, one of his teammates, but let's hear from the big man himself on how it felt to have his first five-point game in his NHL career. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's a fun night. You know, the puck's going on the net. We're getting a lot of chances. Um, you know, the fifth one, usually when you you know, have a night where you put a few points on the board, it's your line mates have been really good, um, which was a big part of the case here tonight. And, you know, you get a little lucky when a face-off and puck, you know, gets the one in the empty netter. So it's, yeah, it was good. But the line was, was great. The D were... You know, we found as we used them, we had a lot of space in the zone and 
we're able to create some chances. And it's, I think the great thing from hearing this clip and just seeing him play last night is knowing how much fun Joe Pavelski is having just being a part of this Dallas Stars team. And even at this point in his career, you know, you look at some guys that get older in the world of sports. You know, you look at the NFL right now, big Ben Roethlisberger, you know, down to potentially his last game this weekend in the wild card round of the playoffs against the Chiefs. And I'm sure he's having fun to some degree, but I feel like there's just not this sense of, man, this guy is old, you know, older, about to potentially retire, but he's still playing at the top of his game, still, you know, having the time of his life. Uh, I feel like just from an outsider's perspective, you look at Big Ben Roethlisberger and the NFL, and I think there's kind of this sense that he's ready to be done. Joe Pavelski, I don't get that sense from him at all. I mean, he's playing some of the best offense we've seen from him throughout his entire career. He's playing with two of some of the best teammates that he's probably ever had. That's certainly up for debate as far as guys that he's shared a line with. But I mean, Rupe and Jason are guys that compliment him really well. And he compliments both of their games very well. And so I think it's really, really cool to see a guy at age 37 on his second team, you know, not his original team, having as much fun as he's having. And just, you know, watching that as a fan makes you really feel for him that you would love to see him get at least one more Stanley Cup run in. And I certainly hope that that comes this season. I think that this team is continuing to take steps in the right direction to continue to be a potential playoff contender. And hopefully, if they get into the postseason, a Stanley Cup contender. Moving on to the next segment of today's episode of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day. want to take a moment and continue to talk about the greatness of last night's game. And we talked a lot about Joe Pavelski in that first segment, but if you really break down this game, pretty much all of the offensive success comes to credit of the top line, which is just crazy. And we'll talk a little bit about in the third segment. You know, I feel like, you know, we're always talking about these guys and these guys are always stepping up to the plate delivering in big moments and especially delivering at home. I mean, these guys always seem to be playing very well, seem to play well with one another, but especially when the three of them are wearing the green uniforms, the black shorts in front of the hometown fans at the AAC, they seem to raise their game to the next level. You know, we saw Jason Robertson extend his home point streak, the longest streak in the NHL as of right now, as far as home point streaks go to 11. Rupe Hintz got credited for the first goal of the game that was scored in the first 50 seconds of the game. So yet again, we see the top line donning the title of the Minutemen quite literally by scoring within the first minute of the game. Truly incredible to see you know them get out to that quick start. Really, really encouraging to see them play like this at home. You know, that's a step number one in being a great team in this league is winning your games at home and winning games at home against inferior competition, which the Seattle Kraken. Going into this game, certainly inferior competition. And I think that, that showed on the ice last night. So really good to see the Stars get a resounding 5-2 win over a team that they should have beaten. And it all started with that early goal from Rupe Hintz to get things rolling. And, you know, the top line, like I said, responsible for all the offense outside. I will say, side note, Yanni Hockenpah getting his first Dallas Star goal uh, near the end of the game. An empty netter pretty much from the other end of the ice, about a 200-foot shot. I like to imagine, you know, that he yelled Kobe as he shot that puck down the ice. Uh, I feel like that's what I would have done because anytime I throw something, a piece of paper into a trash can, you know, the classic, that's what I yell. And that's what I thought whenever he shot the puck watching from the press box. So fingers crossed. Don't know if Johnny Hockenpah is a basketball fan or a Kobe Bryant fan, but that's what it made me think of. So big props to Johnny Hockenpah. Funny that now the guy that wears number two scores his first goal as a Dallas star against Jamie Alexiak, who did make his return to the AAC and got a nice tribute video and a nice standing ovation from the Dallas Stars faithful. So that was 
really, really cool to see. Always nice to see how Stars fans welcome back former players whenever they get quick little tribute videos. Uh, always, always really cool and really classy of the Dallas Stars fans to be supportive of guys that have given you know their time, energy, effort to this team and maybe not aren't a part of the family anymore, at least you know internally, but once a Dallas star, always a Dallas star. But nonetheless, I digress. This top line deserves a lot of credit for this game, and Rupe Hintz himself gave a lot of credit to the star success as a whole tonight to their four checking. So let's hear what Rupe, let's hear from Rupe Hintz on what he had to say about the stars and their four checking. Yeah, I think we forechecked today really well. I think at least those first two periods, we were all over them all, all, the, all the time. And I think that was really hard for them to break out because we were, someone was all, all the time all on them. So I think we just have to keep playing like that. Yeah, I think Rupe Hintz was spot on in his assessment of the forecheck. I think especially in the first two periods of this game, the Stars were excellent at making sure that Seattle could not clear the defensive zone. And I think that that's going to be a huge step moving forward for the Stars team as they look, especially on this two-game road trip coming over the weekend. You know, I think that that's something they haven't done necessarily well consistently this season. There's been flashes of it. There's been a few games that they've had some really good forward checking, but there's been times where they just haven't been able to dominate the offensive zone. And I think tonight we saw, you know, that this team, if they can dominate the offensive zone, they're eventually going to build those multiple goal leads, which is what the Stars have played best in so far this season and then moving forward from there sky's the limit and especially against these teams that you should be beating this is how you're going to come away from these games with two points you know they didn't do it very well against ottawa they didn't do it very well in their first meeting against columbus teams that looking back now they certainly should have beaten because they seemed to be a better team then they didn't really do it in their second game against los angeles when they shut out got shut out they didn't do it in san jose against the sharks i mean i could go on and on and probably name some other games where they could have done better on the forward check and their inability to stay consistent in the offensive zone likely cost them the game, likely cost them two crucial points. So it was really, really good to see that from the Stars. Got a little messy in the third period, which I know Rupe had kind of harped on that. And then Coach Bonus, uh, not going to play the clip from that just because it's really short, but Coach Bonus did in his postgame presser express his distaste for how the forward checking was in the third period. Thought that Seattle had a little bit more chances down the stretch to get back into the game. Thankfully, Jake Ottinger was playing, you know, the peak of his game in that third period, keeping Seattle off the board throughout the entire frame. So that's really good to see from number 29. Had a nice night in his own right. feel like he's kind of being overlooked throughout all this because it was such an explosive offensive night. But Jake Ottinger deserves a lot of credit between the pipes tonight, especially knowing that Braden Holtzby was not there to back him up. But we probably will be seeing the return of Anton Hudobin sometime this weekend, either against the Panthers or Tampa Bay Lightning. But again, I, I, I do agree with Coach Bonus and Rupe that the third period forechecking could have been a little better. Not sure if that was because the guys were a little tired, just because, I mean, you had played two periods of hockey. Still probably some sense of getting back to game shape, even though they have played a couple games since returning from their COVID hiatus. Probably still a little bit of climbing out to be done. And I think that that's something that will continue to come with time. Don't think that's, you know, anything to be too concerned about. Rather, it be bad for one period than the entire game. So I'm sure that they'll get that cleaned up over these next several days before they prepare to play these games in Florida because it's going to be big going forward, especially against some really tough, talented teams. One of them with revenge on their mind in the Florida Panthers uh, teams that if you don't, you know, dominate time in the offensive zone, they're going to dominate time in the offensive zone and make you pay and build those multiple goal deficits, deficits, which for the most part this season have been the kryptonite of the Dallas Stars. So really, really excited to see if this offense can carry this momentum, 
coming forward. And coming up next after the break, we will talk about the Stars' upcoming road trip and kind of talk about what Coach Bonus and the players on the team want to see from the squad as a whole moving into these next two games. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march towards the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports betting action in 2022. It's a new year and the new updated desktop and mobile website is the place where you can go to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021-2022 season. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to wager all of your favorite sports. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. And to close out today's episode of Locked on Stars, Wanted to kind of take a moment to talk about what Coach Bonus and some of the players addressed near the end of the game, and that is helping out this top line and kind of seemingly a lack of depth, especially in last night's game against the Kraken. Really, really cool to see, you know, Pavelski, Hintz, and Robertson get after it, you know, combined for, you know, however many points they had together, uh, you know, all scoring a goal, each being involved as far as assists on each other's goals. Really, really good stuff to see. We've been seeing it all season. There's no doubt in our mind what these guys are capable of, but something that Rick Bonus did talk about after he mentioned that this was the best top line in the NHL, uh, top line in the NHL confirmed by Dallas Stars head coach Rick Bonus. So clearly no bias there at all. But, you know, uh, he, he did mention that it's great to see them playing well, but that they do need some help if this team is going to officially take that next step into becoming a legit playoff contender and a team that can make noise in the playoffs. Let's take a listen to what Coach Bonus had to say about all of this. They've been doing it. They, they know they're going to get the opposition's best defensive pairing and their best defensive line when they can get the right matchups. And that's going to happen on this weekend. Um, and they'll, they'll have to keep playing uh, playing through it. But what what's really, it's important that they continue to score. But what's just as important is we've got to get someone else helping them out here. Uh, it can't be that line every night scoring all the goals. Like somebody's got to step up here and, and help us and get some more pucks in the net. And it's got to come from the other forwards and the end the defense. But uh, that line needs to need some help, especially when you go on the road and the other team gets the last matchup. And the, uh, so, yeah, they, they need some help. And, and they, we got to get it this weekend from uh, some uh, from other players on the team. I also personally got to ask Joe Pavelski during the postgame presser what he thought the key was moving forward for the Stars team on this road trip. And he had a similar thing to say as Coach Bonus. So let's hear from Joe Pavelski on what he has to say about these two games that are coming up in Florida. Yeah, uh, I think we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Um, we got to go. We, we got a handful of road games coming up. So it's important we can you know, the talks start taking our game on the road with us a little bit and play with that confidence and play with that edge and uh, start, you know, get, find a few wins. And, but I think how we do that is just by, by our depth and we need, you know, all four lines looking the same competing every night. Um, 
doing a lot of those little things that allow you to win on the road. I think the biggest thing that both of them touched on, both Coach Bonus and Joe Pavelski, is just playing with depth, having all four lines of forwards playing at the top of their game, all contributing to the offensive output. Again, really nice to see the top line contributing the way that they have been. But at the end of the day, they cannot be the only ones doing that. They cannot be the only ones supplying the source of offense because other teams are going to be able to work around that and they're going to be able to you know, take advantage of all the weak spots in the rest of the Dallas Stars lineup, which to the Stars' credit, they were missing Alexander Radulov and Denis Gurionov tonight. And so playing, you know, a lot of guys having to play with different line mates, of course, that top line stayed intact, but everyone else was probably playing with other people that they're not quite used to sharing the ice with. So I certainly think that that had something to do with the lack of offensive Firepower we saw from, you know, the remaining three lines tonight, especially the absence of Dennis Garyanov, who seemed to really be heating up from their first three games back, especially against Florida and Pittsburgh. I think that he has finally found a great place to play alongside Tyler Sagan and Jamie Benn on that second line. And of course, Alexander Radulov, even though he's not necessarily filling the score sheet this season as we would like to see him do, he's still an effective player nonetheless, still makes some really, really nice plays that often aren't rewarded in the stat sheet post game. But I, I certainly think missing two really key guys like that has an effect on this team as a whole. I think that they'll be able to work around that now that they're, you know, one game in to that kind of system because Braden Holtzby and Dennis Gariana for sure will not be going to Florida because they tested positive again for COVID on Wednesday morning. Alexander Radulov at the time of recording this still up in the air, but since he was placed on the COVID protocol list on Wednesday, I don't think it's going to be very likely that we will see him playing in Florida. So hopefully after this game, the starts players and coaching staff have a little bit more knowledge and intel of who needs to be on the ice win. So that way the stars have the best chance at being successful on offense moving forward. So, Again, don't think it's anything to be too concerned about. These guys will come back from the COVID protocol list, even if this road trip goes poorly, which hopefully it doesn't. I think the goal going in, obviously the Stars would love to win both these games. We would love to see them win both these games. But I think if they're able to come away from this Florida road trip with at least two points, whether that's two ties or one win, one loss, I think that that's a successful road trip if they're able to at least beat one of these two teams and the Panthers and Lightning. But things are starting to get interesting in the Western Conference wildcard race. Things are very, very tight. I think going into this game, the Stars were sixth or seventh in the wildcard spots. But after this win, they are now in the fourth wildcard spot as far as rankings go. Only two points behind Calgary, who's in third with 40 points, and only three points behind San Jose, who's in second with 41. So not too far off from having the second wildcard spot which would put the Stars in the postseason. Minnesota right now claiming that first wildcard spot with 44 points. Uh, a little bit higher up than the other two teams, but of course, as we know, the Central Division, absolutely chaotic. Winnipeg right behind Dallas right now with 37 points. Dallas jumping them after you know th Wednesday night's win. So things are going to get really interesting, but if the Stars are able to continue to rattle off wins, they can hopefully you know establish themselves at least in one of those top two wildcard spots. And maybe if the cards fall right, they can put themselves out of the wildcard conversation and into one of those top three central division spots. But that's going to be easier said than done because Nashville, St. Louis, Colorado, and even Minnesota, all really, really tough teams to be on any given night. And that's not just for the Stars. That's for other teams and the NHL as well because the Stars need to win their games, but they also need 
those teams to lose their games. So we'll see how it all unfolds. Really, really curious to see how this weekend unfolds for the Stars in Florida. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Be sure to tune in tomorrow as I'll be joined yet again by Armando Velez of Locked on Panthers to preview the Dallas Stars and Florida Panthers matchup that we will be getting this time from Florida, not from Dallas. These two teams saw a lot of each other last year, and the NHL decided to just put both of their games within about a week of each other. Not sure why that is. It's probably just how the cookie crumbles. But me and Armando will be back again talking all things Panthers and Stars. You will not want to miss it. Get all the pregame information that you need from both sides of the rink. Thank you guys again for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Now go make your second listen of the day at the Locked on Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. The Locked on Bets podcast is free and available wherever you get your podcast at, as is the Locked on Stars podcast, but I'm sure you already know that because you're listening to us right now. But be sure to subscribe to and follow the Locked on Stars podcast. If you do not do so already, be sure to rate and review if you have not already done that. If you like what you hear, um, be sure you know to give me a follow on Twitter as well, at Dane double underscore Lewis. That's at D-A-N-E two underscores l-e-w-i-s you can also find the show on twitter at locked on stars but stars fans i hope you have a fantastic day and we will see you back here tomorrow for another game day edition of locked on stars